Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, the best in new inventory. Well, maybe the budget says pre-owned inventory, or maybe that's your preference. Well, they have a great selection of pre-owned inventory and a sales staff that backs this up. Uh, and a service department that's right behind all of it. It is all at uh, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Let's get to our play-by-play call of the day. Martin Maldonado, offensively, defensively, been awesome. Offensively, has done nothing in the postseason until last night. Left side, base hit. Here comes Gurriel. He'll score. Going to third with nobody there is Siri. He pops up, comes to the plate. Two-run score. And Martin Maldonado delivered. He only had one postseason hit until that moment. Great moment for him, and the Astros have tied the World Series at a game apiece with Game 3 tomorrow in Atlanta. Games 3, 4, and 5 in Atlanta. And who knows, those might be the last three times that we see games where the pitchers are hitting. Ever. All right. Penn State, Ohio State coming up Saturday night at the Horseshoe in Columbus, 7.30. We're on beginning at 6 here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Let's now bring in from the Reading Eagle our good friend Rich Scarcella, one of the best in the business. Rich, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Hey, great to be with you again, Steve. Rich, uh, I got to Monday's show, and I said to everybody, I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't really know what to say because um, I – uh, I don't know if, if you came to the same conclusion I did. I didn't really know what to say out of the gate after that. <laughs> well, you know, the, the feedback I got right away was comparing it to the 6-4 game against Iowa in 04. And I think this was more – there was more to chew on uh, in this game than in that game. Uh, what I remember from that game is Iowa choosing to take a safety um, rather than – yeah. Okay, so that, but I don't remember much from that. I know Penn State's offense obviously struggled. There were so many things in this game, Steve, and the one thing that's going to be lost, I think, especially even today, it's Thursday, is the new NCAA rule with the, with the uh, overtime rule, starting with the third overtime. Right. Uh, I've I've heard nobody say, "Oh, that's a great rule. What a great," know. you know. It's I, it's just. 
goofy. It's not really football, and I compare it to what MLB did the last two years with putting a runner on second base in the 10th inning yeah. of games. It's, it's not the sport. Okay. Uh, the biggest takeaway I took uh, from the game, two things. One, Sean Clifford's health. Obviously, he was nowhere near 100% against Illinois, and that really handicapped the Penn State offense. And two, the running game's continued struggles. Um, I dumbfounded by it seven games into the season why uh, Penn State has not been very productive in the running game with three returning starters on the offensive line. They're my two those two are my biggest takeaways. Yeah. Uh, so let me get to the overtime part first. I kind of felt sure. with what they're doing with this, look I understand you're trying to avoid the 260 play LSU Texas A&M game from 2018. So I understand that part of it. So I, and I understand the safety part of it. Uh, but I felt like we were doing soccer, and now it's being decided on penalty kicks. That's a good analogy as well. I, I yeah, I, I agree. I, I just I, I didn't like it. I just it felt very uh, non-footballish. It just did. It just I, I I just didn't like it at all. And that was. When it first started, I didn't like it. Not because Penn State lost the game. It just, it just, it it didn't have a football feel to it to me. It just was like one play after the other, and then they were changing fields and let's go. It, it was, and obviously for everyone, it just lasted forever. But the, the main thing is, it's not. I like college football's overtime rule. I like start each team starting from mm-hmm. the twenty-five. Mm-hmm. This was I didn't like this at all. No, and it's it's and I had not seen it on TV. Uh, to this point. So this is the first time I actually saw it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I had to experience it, but it was the first time I ever saw it. And I thought, like, I mean, I knew what the rule was going in. I explained it to start over time. But I don't know. I don't think that's the way to decide things. But, you know, that's... You know, but I saw Steve Shaw from the NCAA. This was great. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you think it's great. Um, all right. So, but now you got to move forward from this. And you got to move forward and obviously take on somebody in their place that normally plays great at their place. So what's your thought now moving forward with this team? Well, I, I just did a, a, a show that I do here in, in, in Reading in Berks County, and I just taped that, and I said this. Uh, if Sean Clifford can't, is not close to 100%, and he and James Franklin said he will be by game time, then – I mean, everything's on the table for these next five games. It's pretty clear. I mean, if he can't be anything near close to 100%, I think Penn State's going to struggle the next five games. And let's start Saturday night. Ohio State's defense is not great. It's coming on. It's playing better. It Mm -hmm. limited Indiana to 128 yards last week. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a healthy Sean Clifford, uh, you are really, really – starting behind things. The defense did create three takeaways in the game, and one of the problems yes. ended up being that they could only convert uh, three points out of that, uh, which ended up being an issue, obviously, in the game. The defense mm-hmm. is now going up against an offense, and Bill Landis of the Athletic is the one that should get the credit for coming up with this. The last 156 plays that C.J. Stroud has been on the field at quarterback, Ohio State scored 150 points. All right. Now, that's quite a stat. Obviously, it now, is. Now it's been like Pat and Third Army going through the south of France. There wasn't any resistance. I mean, we all know that. 
Uh, but uh, what about the Penn State defense matching up with this offense? Yeah, I I, I like the matchup actually. Me I mean, too. and I think this is this is Ohio. This is the best defense Ohio State will have faced this year to this point. I don't think I don't think anybody can argue that. Um, they have obviously they have two great receivers in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Yes, I, I mean I I you know we know that. And Penn State secondary, um, you and I have said this at least once or twice, is the best secondary that I can remember that Penn State has had. And I think it's a great matchup for Penn State, and I'm interested to see how they do. What I'm more interested and I'm inter- more interested in is how Penn State's run defense defends Travion Henderson. Yes. And I think that's going, that's going to be a big, big part of Ohio State's offense on Saturday night. Yes. I, the, Henderson is interesting because he's really only been playing – because the way they've been running up numbers, he's only been mm-hmm. playing half the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch him on tape. Jeez, Rich, he's explosive. I mean, I'm talking like, bang, he goes. I mean, I'm, I'm very impressed by him. I don't know how much you've seen of him. I've seen very little of him, but what I've seen, I've seen highlights. I've not seen any live action, but right. what I've seen of him, I've been very, very impressed. And if if Penn State can't slow him, right. then it could be a long night. And I think that's that's the real key, um, is slowing him down, especially after last week. And I, I, I want to say this, just one last thing about last please, week's Please, game. yep. I, I, about the defense. I I mean, yes, the defense gave up an extraordinary amount of yards, 373. We know that. Rushing yards, excuse me. And I'm with James Franklin. I wrote this Monday. They still only gave up 10 points in regulation and created three turnovers. I don't – I mean, to me, you, you can point fingers, but not at the defense. Okay. Having said that, they, they've, they've got – they have obviously have a chore on their hands Saturday night. You're, you're playing the team – in their stadium, the number one scoring team in, in America. Yes, they haven't played some great defenses. We know that. But Henderson is, I think, is a really, really good back. And and I and obviously their, their passing game has been outstanding. So this is uh, this is Penn State's biggest challenge. Uh, Penn State defense's biggest challenge too. Yeah, I mean, no question. It's it's well, it's the biggest challenge on both sides. Uh, or, yeah. Oregon was able to run the ball. Unfortunately for them, uh, Vidrell's now out for the season. Uh, and they won the game without. I mean, here's the amazing part: Oregon won the game without Thibodeau and one other defensive starter playing in the game. I found that to be. I mean, what, now I know that was, it, it probably feels to them like it was ten years ago, but that's the part that really strikes me about this: is that Oregon still won the game without two players that, and one people consider to be a top five draft pick. Yeah, again, that was I, – I didn't see much of that game. I think – I'm trying to think what week that was. Oh, I, I was probably it, writing stories. Uh, I think that was the home opener with Ball State, the 330 okay, game. So, yeah. yeah, so I was I was writing, so I didn't get to see that game. But I know this. I know um, Ohio State, according to James Franklin and several Penn State defensive players, they've tweaked the defense. They've obviously mm-hmm. changed the play caller, and they're playing a more basic – defense and with a lot of success again maybe that's predicated on who they played I don't know but I I'm interested in seeing um, 
and seeing that matchup. But I think the game is going to be won and lost on the the other matchup, Penn State's offense against yeah, Ohio State's right. defense. I think that's where the game is going to be won well, and lost. You want to score points, you want to keep them off the field. I mean, yeah, I that's mean, the other thing. I mean, yeah. that, that, it's the whole point. I mean, you want to score points, and you know, and at the same time, keep Ohio State's offense off the field, watching you score points. And I think you got. I, I think got to play with the lead too. Right, and that means you got to be able to run the ball yeah. even a little bit against Ohio State. And you know, right now we don't know that that's possible because we just don't know. Um, so yeah, and and. And if Sean Clifford can't run, I mean, he didn't run last week because he was protecting himself. Um, then that really that takes a big component out of your your running game too. Yeah, and no no question about that. Um, when uh, you've encountered either comments or have people talk to you, what have fans said to you? <laughs> it's not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not been pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you know, you've been around the game and sports a long, long time, and so yeah. have I. Yeah. Um, when you win, there's an overreaction, and when you lose, there's an overreaction. Always. And this is this is as typical as it gets. I mean, yeah, it was a bad loss. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they do. Penn State has one of the toughest remaining schedules in the country and if they don't get some things straightened out you know things could get you know fans could get a, a, even more ornery than they they've been this week right um but we'll see i mean you know let's let's see what happens these next five games there's right. a lot of football left we'll see what happens but uh yeah i think um i think there's no question the fans the fans were pretty upset by last saturday yeah. and uh right yeah not and, and with and with some of them turned away from the game on tv according to my twitter line twitter yeah. feed okay uh quickly arizona green bay uh shortage of wideouts tonight uh, but this is a heck of a thursday game though uh your thoughts well now you hit me in the heart and uh, I, I i just don't i i i think Green Bay goes into this game handicapped, obviously, without Devontae Adams. No. I just saw it. I saw uh, Vantas. Oh, gosh. MVS isn't playing either. They're not going to activate him off the. Yeah, yeah, Scanling's not playing. No. So they're probably. You're going to see a lot of tight ends, I could tell you that, for Green Bay (laughs) when they're on the field. I just. I don't know. I I don't. I, I just don't like their chances when you don't have maybe the best receiver in all of pro football yeah. on the field. Uh, it's a shame because I think this this is a great matchup, and it would have been a lot better if Devontae Adams could play. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll watch later and, and keep my fingers crossed. Hey, I look forward to seeing you in Columbus. Same here, Steve. Thank you. That's Rich Scarcella, Reading Eagle. Great to have him on the show, as always. Always great. Great perspective. Today's show is uh, brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Q, which 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. King in the final half hour. It's been a day where, for the most part, Matt has been pretty calm. So now I'm worried about that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cool as a cucumber today. Why is that? The Flyers won last night, I tell you. I, that's really kind of propelled me a little bit. Have you looked at the calendar? I know. That's still a good dub. It's October 28th. I, I mean, got to find it's, something here. It's irrelevant. So this is what I found. You found, what do you mean find something? We talking about you got to find something. You defeat, the Flyers defeated a very good, very fast, undefeated Edmonton team in their building last night. And Cam Atkinson in particular has been tremendous. And, of course, the Flyers got him in the Jake Voracek trade. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's all I got, but it's something. It's October 28th. It's not April 28th. And plus, I'm now turning the page from a nice win against USC and turning the page to UNC on the on the uh, Notre Dame side of things. Yeah, okay. So there's that, too. But that yeah. should have been a dub. It's nice, yeah. I'll be doing a lot of flipping back and forth Saturday night. Oh, are they opposite Penn State? Yes, they are. That's nice. All right. Um. <laughs> okay. I've well, tried the well, I've I... tried the double screen thing where you have one game on the TV, one on the laptop, but with two young kids at home, it, it doesn't work, unfortunately. So the clicker's just going to get a workout. Okay. Well, there you go. I think I'll just watch one game. I think that's probably the best bet for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just watch one see how it goes. You know, let's do that. Um, yeah. Well, uh, tomorrow, the I wanted to bring up the weather as often as I could during the high school roundtable because it looks like during the day it's going to rain. Uh, what's the forecast tomorrow night? I mean, I know that it's going to be wind the whole time, no matter what. 
Well, for here, they're calling for, this is according to AccuWeather, rain more in the afternoon. So, I guess it'll kind of depend on the, the timing that day. But right now, they're saying mostly in the afternoon. Yeah, but what about wind? I mean, rain, again, snow and rain are like, eh, whatever. It's wind that's a big problem. So you it could not it could stop raining and it could be windy. That's kind of seems unclear for here right now. But it would be a big factor, and Greg's right, especially at Christie with the the open end part of the stadium. Hey, Dave mentioned that that's going to be the last game played on that field. They're going to put it in a grass field at Chicklemi, or going to put it in a turf field. I have to double check with the suit. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I think that's just interesting to see what they want to do with it. Um, because, obviously, you know, for example, soccer games have torn it up and so forth. So maybe you want to go with a turf. I don't know. But you have to have money for that, too. And we actually have one game around here. Danville Southern has actually already been postponed till 6 o'clock Saturday because of the rain or the conditions for tomorrow. Oh, no guts, no glory. And and Danville has turf. The game's at Danville. Well, both teams have turf, but... Right. Boy, I just looked at our dashboard. We've had a lot of listens on the podcast this week. <laughs> 5,218? <laughs> really? Yeah, we're starting to make some noise. Well, it's right up there with On The Mark. Dead silence there. No, it's true. Numbers are the numbers. (laughs) Gee, I wonder what spurred that on. (laughs) Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, the best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory. If that's the direction you want to go in, hey, perfect. They got a great selection with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Sales staff that works with you. That's why they have so much repeat business and a great service department to back it all up at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. And ladies and gentlemen, the king is in the building. What up, man? There you go. How are you? King. Uh, well, hi, Matt. Hey, Matt, compliments. I heard your lead into the show Monday, and you were spot on. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Very good. You nailed everything, and that's kind of the way it had to be said. I mean, I don't understand what the heck happened to them. I was stunned. The first three plays of the game, I was like, oh, my God, they can't stop the run. You know, your defense is your strength right now, and got to carry you. Without that, holy crap! So, oh well, not so happy Valley. 
Well, they gave over. up 10 points. They gave up 10 points. I don't think, really think I'm going to sit there and start railing. It's all about points. Anyway, Excuse yes. me. They gave up 357 yards rushing. You never had the ball. I mean, that wasn't a very good football team. But anytime, you can't let a team run for 350 yards on you. I mean, maybe they only scored 10 points, but they always had the ball. They punted three times. You guys punted eight times. I, I, I'm confused at what happened to them. I mean, I understand the quarterback's hurt, but it was like a total team breakdown. So, I mean, that can happen. Let's hope this week they can. I think it's great that they're playing Ohio State. You know, go out and beat them. So, go out and shut everybody up. Well, that's the goal. So, well, and then they can't even play a close game. They got to win the game, you know, to get back in this. They got to win the game. So, because this win, this loss, Illinois is going to be their Achilles' heel this year. So, but it would be great if they won out. But you're going to have to beat Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State to do it. So, that's been pretty tough. But the good news is Auburn won, so that helps your your power numbers. So. Uh, I just worry about one game at a time. I don't really, I don't really get into what's ahead or anything like that. It's like, I, you know, I, yeah, you're I've right. Always, but I mean, I've, 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 I've always just, just fan, done it that so way. I've just, I've just, I'm gonna look at the schedule because I'm a fan, you know. I've just done, I've just done it that way, only because I just think for me, just like lock in on what you got in front of you. Don't worry about the other stuff until later. Well, what are your thoughts on the game? You're really close to the team. I mean, you've been with them after that. Are they all right? Or are they gonna? Oh, they're. Are they all right? Oh, they're fine. I mean, I mean, you know. Now, were they happy? No, they weren't happy. But have they practiced well this week? Oh yeah, really well. Um, Why can't they that, run the ball, Steve? I don't. I don't know. That I'm totally baffled by that because I looked at you know three starters back. You know, you got Walker back, you got Miranda back, you got Wallace back. Plus, I thought Scruggs was really coming on last year. Now the left guard spot's been a little bit a little problematic. I mean, Sal Wormley was gonna he had that thing won in the preseason. Losing him did not help. Um, but you gotta be able to overcome that. And you know, the tight ends have got to help. The running backs have to help. I mean, it's kinda like a whole group. I don't really I I can't understand why they can't seemingly move people out of the way or people run blitz and they can't handle it. I don't know. And Jack and I are just as baffled as everybody else as to why they just can't go and just get some forward push and just knock some people off the ball. Uh, yeah, when why. your quarterback's hurt and he's hurt, you can t- he doesn't even – even his face looks different, you know, and the kid's hurt and the backup quarterback's not ready. But you can count on your running game. That's when you tell your, your line, okay, we're going head first here. And we're just going to blow people off the line. Okay, coach, let's go. And they, I mean, Illinois was the 100th worst defense against the run in the country, you know? And, well, I know. And, they tr- and, and then they tried to run. 
You know, but then you hurt yourself. You've got a touchdown pass down the middle that's dropped. Okay. Oh, for sure. Right, that doesn't help. So you hurt yourself there. Then, okay, can't run. So you're struggling running the ball. So now you're going to go, let's do what you get against Wisconsin. Go outside, get some quick screens out there. They run one of the dots, and he makes the catch. You know, again, I'm not going to get into names, but player totally whiffs on the block, and the guy nails Dotson for a two-yard loss. You're like, yeah. It's like you, you just you sit there and go, you got to be kidding me. Fundamental <laughs> football. And, you know, uh, it's like, like uh, and you know what? Every year you have a game that you need to get away with. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I can give you countless times where Penn State won a game it got away with. I mean, I've 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 I pointed out the Cincinnati game in '86 where yeah. they're playing Cincinnati. Penn State's undefeated. Everybody remembers they won at Alabama. They remember they won at Notre Dame. They remember they beat Miami. But Cincinnati's beating them halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Penn State doesn't have it. Shane Conlon blocked a punt. They got a safety. Then they got the ball back and a pass over the middle to Blair Thomas. Another big play to Blair Thomas. David Clark knocks it in. Penn State wins the game 23-17. I mean, when Ohio State won the national championship in 2014, everyone in Columbus remembers all the great wins, but the game they got away with was here. Penn State only had 65 scholarship players. They only had 48 available for the game, and they took Ohio State to double overtime. And Saturday was a game where you needed to somehow do something to get away with it, and they didn't get away with it. And and it becomes a crushing defeat. uh, I think what bothers people the more, and I don't know, I have any Penn State friends here who follow Penn State, but just what I read is Penn State's always been known as a blue-collar, belt-them-in-the-mouth team, and that's what was missing. You know, they were getting belted in the mouth and yeah. with not a response. And if Illinois was a better team, my God, they'd have won that game by 40 points. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I mean, I mean, Illinois only got into the red zone twice the entire game. I mean, because they, they did all this stuff they did. They ate time, but teams eating time against Penn State. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, because Jack and I see it all the time. 34 minutes to 26, Penn State won the game. 32 minutes to 28, Penn State won the game. 35 minutes to 25. So seeing a team having more time of possession in the last five years has been like, yeah, whatever. Okay? But this was a game where they couldn't hit any big plays. The, The only two they hit actually led to the touchdown. I mean, those are the only two plays over 20 yards they had in the ball game, and that's a big part of what Penn State does. They're always looking and hunting for big plays, and they couldn't get any. And you're right. right. you got to be able to – you have to at least have the threat of, of competently running the football. And right now, they're struggling to have that threat right now. And Matt brought up a good point Monday, and his uh, lead-in was – he noticed it in the Villanova game that when you take the starters out, there's an enormous drop off. And that the first team, in my opinion, healthy is as good as any team in the top ten in the country. Everyone's healthy. If anybody goes down, 
there's no next man up, it seems like. It seems like the next layer isn't, you know... And you can't compare it to Alabama but because God knows how they get all these flares. But at one point, Alabama <laughs> had... Yeah. Um, I can't yeah. pronounce the Miami guy. Tua. They had Tua, Tua. Jalen Hurst, and Mac Jones for quarterbacks, yeah. all in the yeah. NFL. You know? It, yeah. There's no next man up, and it's it's surprising. I don't, you know, I don't recruit. Well, they had, they had a next man up, but he transferred to Kentucky. Uh, so they had. <laughs> so, yeah, well, had, I'm just saying and, he's not and, there. So, right, and that's what that's what's happening all over the country. Everybody's yeah, backup quarterback that, is transferring. Backfiring. So. Right, I mean, everybody's backup quarterback is transferring across the board because they want to start. Play. Yeah, yeah, they, they want to play. play. I don't blame them. Can't blame yeah, them. Yeah, I don't yeah. blame them. No. Hey, we got to do picks. We got to do. Yeah, we got to do picks. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. go all right so uh i don't know where the standings are well i'm coming for you steve i'm now three games behind you i won last week five and three you and the king went four and four so that puts steve at 45 and 22 i'm at 42 and 25 king is 36 and 31 above 500 that's right still remaining above 500 we've got a lot of good games to pick this week yeah so let's get to it Let's start with Texas at number 16, Baylor. King. Baylor. I'm not giving it in for the team this week. I'm going for the win. (laughs) Baylor. Steve. Texas. Ooh. You know, see, I went back and forth on this a little bit because I expect another Big 12 high-scoring affair. Texas has let me down. They haven't been able to close out uh, these games the last couple of weeks, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Baylor. Oh, good, I picked up one there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you probably will after, with my luck. Next one, Pitt off the big win against Clemson last week, hosting the U. Steve, uh, I'll pick Pitt. I mean, have you watched? I mean. I don't even think Miami practices doing kneel downs, do they? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I got Pitt as well. I'm torn. Miami had a big one last week. Would they be Florida Atlantic or the? No, they, no, they upset NC State last, last week. week. I think. They upset yeah. NC State. They beat a top twenty team last. Yeah, week. yeah, they beat. They upset NC State. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, they're back. Oh, I'm still picking Pitt. <laughs> uh, okay, haha. Uh-huh. I'm taking Miami. All right. <laughs> there you go. Do you think? Do you actually think I want Pitt? Clemson's not a very good team. So. Wait, do you think I want Pitt to win? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Pick. I was shocked he, you you picked Pitt. That's almost no, as shocking just, as picking the uh, picking the I Dallas think, over think, the Giants. I think I think Kenny Pickett and how many? Now I've talked about Kenny Pickett for how many years? Yeah. Because when they played Penn State, I said, "Look, this kid's a really good quarterback." Despite that bad night he had at Heinz Field against Penn State, I said this kid can play. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good NFL player. Prospect. Yeah, he is an NFL prospect. Yeah. Another big one in the SEC this week: Ole Miss at Auburn. King. I got Auburn. I agree with Steve. I think Auburn's a very good team. 
Uh, they fell, God knows why they fell out of the top 25, but they're right back in it again. And I, they, they beat the tar out of Arkansas. So I like Auburn in this. Steve? I'm going to go with Auburn playing at home. Bo Nix plays better at home, too. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one, too. I, I love Ole Miss's offense, but it's something about Auburn that they've been able to find a way to win lately in the fourth quarter, so I'm I'm going to go with the Tigers here as well. And then finally, the big one in the Big Ten. Big noon kickoff on Fox. Game day will be there in Sparty. Michigan State hosting Michigan. 6-8 matchup. Steve, what say you? Actually, I, during the bye week, I did a lot of pre-numbers on everybody, you know, to, to make sure I was staying ahead. To be honest with you, there are a lot of things about Michigan State's numbers you wouldn't like. Michigan's going to, I think Michigan will beat them. I think they'll beat them by 10. Ooh, okay. All right, King? Yeah, I like Michigan. I, I, I think this is Michigan's year. And, man, they've got a defensive end. This kid's great. Oh, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's very, very – he is a game wrecker. He's one of those players, a coach, I did everything you told me to do. I did everything right, and he still beats you, you know. He's he's, uh, very good. I got Michigan. Yeah, I'm leading Michigan, too. I think they're they're just a more complete team right now, and they look very good on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going to go with the Wolverines. All right, now to – Pro football. And we'll save the, tonight's game for last. So let's start with Monday Night Football. Steve's New York Giants at Kansas City. Steve. God, they're both playing so lousy. Um, I. Uh, Giants won. Yeah, I know, but they're still not good. Carolina's um, gone off the deep end now. This is a really hard one. I, I get. I'll, I'll go with the Mahomes factor and say Kansas City, but that that's. I don't know. I feel like KC has a coming out party this weekend. They win big against the Giants. That's just my gut feel. I got KC and the Brett Beaches. I got the Giants, baby. Ooh. The Giants. Nobody. They played one bad game all year. I think. Um, well, no, they played a lot of bad games. So. I, say, I don't know about that. <laughs> I got the Giants. The Giants are going to win this game. Kansas City stinks. They're not good. Mahomes is hurt too. So. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, that was a that was a bad shot he took. Kansas last City's week. defense is not good at all. Oh yeah, Kansas not, City's not, defense is really really good. awful. Not good. Uh, all right, next one. Four oh five game this week. New England at the Chargers. Steve. I'll take Los Angeles. Yeah, I like the Chargers big. I like New England big. New England big. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, New England, the Cowboys hung on to win. Tampa Bay hung on to win. They played the, some of the best teams in the league with a rookie quarterback. And were down to a field goal for who was going to win the game. I got New England. New England, watch out. This kid's a good quarterback. He's real good. He's, he's a good quarterback. I also think the Chargers quarterback's terrific. Yeah. But the Patriots defense is really good. So. Yeah. yeah. 
and Belichick. I'm telling you, Belichick, this is his best coach in year ever. What he's done with this. If you took any of these six rookie quarterbacks and put them on the Patriots, they would be doing the same thing this kid's doing. He's being coached very well. These other rookies aren't being coached well. And my God, Chicago, the kid's going to get killed. Oh. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> there you go. And you got the Eagles coach talking about flowers and the roots and God knows <laughs> what that was all about yesterday. <laughs> Let's not even go Poor there. guy never dreamed it would be all over. Everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brutal. Anyway, we got the other Pittsburgh team in action at Cleveland on Sunday in a big AFC North showdown. King. Uh, this is a tough game because the quarterback, I don't know if he's still hurt. Um, but I love Cleveland's running game, so I'm going to go with Cleveland. Steve? Browns. This is a tough one for me, too. I'm actually going to lean Steelers here because I don't know about Baker Mayfield's health. And I know Nick Chubb's coming, probably going to be coming back, but I don't know how if he's going to be fully 100%. And plus, the kid last week, he, he's not going to repeat again, I don't think. At least that's just me. So I, I think the Steelers' defense makes a play and, and gets the W. So I'll go Steelers on the road. And then finally, Thursday night football tonight. Green Bay at Arizona. With no J.J. Watt and no Devontae Adams and other company for the Packers tonight. King. I got Arizona. I, I mean, as good as – I mean, they've got a COVID problem. Uh, Adams isn't playing. Um, that's Rodgers' go-to guy. Um Arizona at home. I think they're one of the best teams in football. I agree. Got defense can be very suspect. So. I agree. I got the cards taking care of business, too. Steve? I was going to pick Green Bay at the beginning of the week, but I can't now because of the the three missing wide receivers. That's too much. Uh, Arizona. All right. There you go. Lock them in. Hey, Penn State. Beat Ohio State. Get back on the Back on the horse, man. So go. There you go. Gotta win. I'd like to see it myself. Hate to say must win, but this is a must win. Gotta do it. And they got the talent to do it. They just gotta pull it together. So and I hate Ohio State. Oh me too. And, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like bring a gun. Steve was <laughs> like a shooting. Steve was was invited apparently to dot the I, quote unquote, and I would said I'd rather vomit. <laughs> Maybe it'll trip. Yeah. Oh. Go write your script somewhere else. Oh God. It's just even no, when I lived there I couldn't stand all my friends. I lived in Ohio for a while. Oh the Buckeyes. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Incorporation Woody Hayes hitting players on the fields, you know. <laughs> 